Good morning, good Monday morning, good Monday afternoon, good morning, evening, no matter where you are on the planet. We are just so grateful that you decided to come and join Naima North Star. Plug into the wonderful you. Our sole intention is to inspire you, encourage you to live your life out loud, to accept your brilliance, to accept your uniqueness, to accept that you are are enough, that you are enough, that you are enough, and to love yourself so much that you are dedicated to live the best life that you could possibly and over-imagine, beyond your imagination, to live life out loud so fully, create a fulfilling life. That is what this podcast is all about. It's all about you. I'm just the messenger to let you know just how spectacular, how wonderful, how unique you are for you to hone your gifts, your talents, and your skills that the universe has bestowed upon you to live the most fulfilling life that you possibly can and enjoy this thing called life, your journey. So with that said, those of you that would love to say good morning, please do so. Good morning, Ms. Naima. Rodney here. I just want to say thank you. I'm on and uh, getting ready to go to a funeral, but I said i got to have some good news this morning before I head off. Thank you. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you for including us in your day, and we know that you're going to be a blessing to those that you are going to be in in company with today, bringing them peace and comfort, and um, I know that you're just an asset wherever you go. You have been a blessing to us, me and my husband and my family. So thank you, Rodney. So we go with you you with um, celebrating that person's life. Thank you, Governor. Is there (laughs) <laughs> Is there anyone else on this call that would love to say good morning and share your energy? It's all about the energy. Is that Francis? Yes, ma'am. Good morning, Francis, bringing ooh, Alabama, Birmingham into the house. How is our girl doing down there this morning, and how is your weather? Um, it's nice and sunny and hot. I'm the good. I hope everyone is well. Excellent, excellent. Always love hearing your voice and thank you. I got your your father's program. It was beautiful, Francis. It was beautiful. Thank you, Miss Naima. Oh, you're you welcome. You did such a wonderful job. Um, did, did you get the, the thank you card as well? Yes, thank you so much. Oh. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I see it right now. I have it over there on my stand. So thank thank you very much, Francis. Uh, And we know that um, your father is always going to be with you and your mother is always with you. We never lose anyone. They just go into another dimension. But you know what? They are always with us. Mm. So with that said, is there anyone else that is on the call that would love to say good morning on our just our amazing podcast, life-changing podcast, life-enhancing podcast. Is there anyone else? All right. Well, we're going to get going then. Um, I'll mute in a few few minutes, but right now I just want to announce that Chisholm, uh, his beautiful grandmother that was so instrumental in raising him, made her transition I guess it was Friday night or early Saturday morning. And, you know, she is in Africa. So we know that I don't know if Chisholm's, I'm pretty sure he's going to go to the funeral. 
Uh, but anyway, we're sending out love and light to Chisholm and knowing that um, his grandmother will always be with him as well. And not only that, but he also had his grandmother, I guess, say a few sentences or words on the front of one of his songs that he recorded. So that I know that's going to be even more special. And I'm glad he did that. If any one of you have had me as your life coach or coach or mentor, I'm always emphasizing just, you know, stay in moments with people, be grateful. And sometimes when we're ambitious and we want to create a lot of wealth and we want to share it with our grandparents, our parents, and, you know, the people around us, you know, some of those people may not be there when you reach your pinnacle of success or your goals. So that's why we want to just enjoy the journey. Uh, nothing's promised. And I know it's not easy to say goodbye to those loved ones uh, that has been so instrumental. Some of them brought us here. Um, they were the, the catalyst. They were the channel in which we came into this realm. And uh, it is no easy task seeing our loved ones um, either, because Susan says that his grandmother, uh, it was unexpected. Uh, but it doesn't, I mean, I've had it both ways. I don't know what's better, expected or unexpected. Because if it's expected, at least you can go and visit. You can have your last moments with them. You can say what you want. And then sometimes it's just like, oh, my God, when am I going to get the call? And then sometimes it's just so sudden that it's hard to even fathom that that happens. So it's a journey. Love the ones that you're with. And, and above all, stay in the moment with yourself and ask yourself, what do I need this day, this, day, this moment? What are my needs? Infinite intelligence, share with me by intuition, something I see on TV or something I read that may I might resonate with. How do I take care of myself in the not just those times of stress and sadness and grief, but even when we're doing well? How can we take care of ourselves? Because we are the most valuable things in our life, our person in our life. So is there anyone else that would love to say good morning? Okay, I am okay with it. Good morning from Atlanta. Hey, good morning, beautiful Johnny Proby. How is our beautiful songbird doing? I'm good. All is well here. Grateful for you, Jay. Excellent. And I say beautiful in the exterior and the interior. (laughs) Inside and out, Miss Proby. Yes, indeed. Just just a beautiful, beautiful spirit. And we're really, I'm just grateful for all of you that come on and say your name. Because there's other people that come on. I don't even know that they're here. They don't say anything, but they come. And that's okay, too, wherever you are. But I just really appreciate you all coming and creating our space, our safe space, as Rodney said at the at the top of our podcast this morning, he's getting ready to go to a funeral. And he comes on to this podcast with us to raise his, 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 his vibration so he won't be so low, so he won't feel so bad. So we're really appreciative of all of you that come and pour your heart and soul into and lend your energy to have a safe space, a place where we can all come on Monday no matter what time of day it is, 
and to get replenished, refreshed, rejuvenated, and setting ourselves up for success, not for just today, not for tomorrow, not the next week, but we know that every thought that we're having that has intense emotional energy behind that, those words, those pictures that we have in our head, we know those are the seeds that are going to be planted. And that is the reality that we are going to step into one day, one day, because that's the seed you planted. So be mindful and observant of how you're feeling, what you're feeling, so you can stay in the vibration of love and above and to create the most wonderful life for we all deserve it. Every one of you deserves to live the life that you so choose, that you require, that you require for yourself. So thank you, Johnny, for coming on our podcast, making our team, our tribe, our community even stronger. You're, you're, you are a faithful woman, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. So is there anyone else on the call that would love to say good morning before we get started? Okay. Those of you that did not, you can start, you can share something at the end. But first, I'd like to just thank you all again for joining us. Today is September the 25th. You are listening to Naima Northstar, plug into the wonderful you on Spotify. Some of you use Apple a lot and other platforms, and I appreciate that as well. Again, I'll announce that Chisholm, her and his grandmother, made her transition Friday over the weekend, and uh, he said he's very sad. She meant a lot to him. Our quote for today, let me give us a little message first. Remember the, the top things for positive change in your life, and I know I got this off a of TED Talk, and it says 21 days in a row, but really 21 days is just really planting the seed. The seed isn't really even germinated after 21 days. The 21 days is just to kind of program you to start behaving, acting, um, choosing, not just wisely, but be intentional in your choosing to do something that's going to be supportive of you, to do activities, think certain thoughts, to create certain thought patterns to build your foundation where you can erect a very stable life. If the foundation is not stable, there's no way that you can add anything to that that's going to create a stable life for yourself. All that you will be doing is this. Look at a building and just think if that building's foundation was not built in a balanced way. No matter how high they go up in floors, the ankle would even get worse and worse and worse and where the, where the, um, to even more of a degree. Every time they put on another label, layer of the foundation, that foundation is just going to continue to be more unbalanced and to really go into a trajectory of a of a, of a uh, just so out of balance that it would tip over. It would just tip over. So this is why we do our these activities in our day. 
it shows ourselves that we love ourselves and it helps us to build a strong foundation where we can build a very, very balanced, well-balanced, healthy, loving life for yourself. We don't want to create a building where our building is going to tumble over because every floor that we put on it, the angle that it is, it will just go higher and higher on one end, lower and lower on the other end. So with that in mind, the creating a pod to create positive change in your life, you want to do your gratitude every day. Every day, if not five or six days, but no less than that, please. If you're having challenges doing it in the morning, then put the book by your bedside and do your gratefuls at night before you go to bed. You can do three gratefuls to five gratefuls, however many you want, but do no less than three and make sure that they're coming from an authentic place. Like this morning, I put, the other morning, I I put on my gratefuls. I was grateful that I could make a cup of tea. Because some people can't do that. So I was just grateful that I could go in my kitchen, pour water in a in a pot. And I could have been grateful for each one of those steps, by the way. So I guess in my gratitude for making the tea, that's what I was saying. I was grateful that I was able to make a cup of tea. Then I was grateful that I could drink the cup of tea with my own with with, with my own power. That I did not need anyone to come and help me drink my tea. So it doesn't have to be something big. It could be what we think is very small, but it's big in another way if you really look at it. Uh, you can even say that you're grateful for your talents and your skill, Miss uh, Francis, Miss Johnny, Miss Sad, Mr. Sadler. I'm grateful for the talents that I have, and then name, then write out the talents, the gifts, the calling that you had. The second thing is journal. Journal, you know, write out something as much as you can, a sentence or two. Three was exercise. Four was meditation. Five was random acts of kindness. So that was what I got off of TED Talks. It's called TED Talks and it's happiness. That's what it's labeled as happiness. And I think it was like the number one TED Talk for a long, long time. It's not still. But it was just people just want to know how to be happy. So that was his advice. And he did tons of study what what you can do to support yourself to have a happy life. So with that said, now I can go to my quote. Our quote for today is, this came across uh, my eyes the other day. Um, it's called Dying Patience. And dying patience, most regret is, I only did what everyone else wanted me, wanted, not what I wanted. So let me read that again. This is from the most of the patients and this minister or uh, clergy person works in a hospital. And uh, they interviewed him on how could he do such a tough job. But he said his life was so challenging. He felt that he was called to do this. So he had helped like maybe 2,200 people cross over. But he said this is the one thing that really stuck out. He said most of them said, I only did what 
everyone else wanted, not what I wanted. That made me cry. Because you want to be so in tune with what you require in your life. So when it's your last day, you can say, job well done. I did what my heart's desire was. I appeased other people at times, but baseline, 80% of the time, I did what my heart's desire was, what I wanted to do, how I wanted to spend my life capital. Can so I add something to that? Be our quote. Uh-huh, go ahead. So, um, you know, a very caring and thoughtful present that I've given to many people. I lost track of how many people I have given to it. It's a is a session with Ms. Naima herself. So that is one of the most self selfless things that you can do is 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 I uh, to assist people in their journey by by asking people if they will you know, if they're open to a to a session, and I've and I've and I've never gotten a negative uh, negative feedback. There always people have always said that was such a wonderful thing, and I've gotten blah 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 from it. So, so um, I just wanted to add that with my with my cameo appearance here. So. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Well, you know, I want you to I want you to say what you do because that's why we're in. That's why we don't call this a business. This is our heart. This is what we love to do, and uh, that's why when I read that, it brought tears to my eyes. Because when I go to a home going of someone, if I felt that they really kind of lived the life that they desired, you know, it's like rejoicing. Everybody's happy. But the saddest funerals that I go to a home going are the ones that I know the person did not fulfill what they wanted to do here. And I know that's why Rob is what does what he does to assist people to create lives that they really love. So at the end of the day, they feel job well done. I invested my Great. time and my money to, to support me. I invested in myself to help me to move beyond my own barriers, my own limitations by having a team with me. A part of my team was my coach, my life coach, my mentor, my minister, my pastor, my imam, whatever you have to support yourself. But you do not want to die with your with your music in you or your recipe book or your whatever you're here to express. You want to fully live that out loud. And that's why I went and invested in the RTT to assist you because everything that you're doing is based on what happened to you in your early years. So if you're not really manifesting and demonstrating the things that you desire, it is really based on a block, uh, some limitations that you set on yourself that might have started way, way back, even maybe in, 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 in when you were in the womb, um, which some of my, my clients have gone back to that where they felt that the parent did not want them to come into this room. So they always felt like a burden. Now, how can you create a wonderful life if you're feeling like a burden? Like nobody really listens to you. Nobody really wanted you to come, but they're tolerating you. Uh, and you kind of get that, that uh, inkling or that sense. So, Rob, so um, share your information so we can 
you know, go on with our call. But anyway, go ahead, Robin. Thank you for that. Thank you for sending all the people that you've sent over the years. Thank you for, you know, investing in yourself with me. And thank you for all the comments that you've said about how valuable and ben beneficial what I have to offer has assisted sure. you in many ways. Sure. So, so I'm an I'm an autism coach and, and mentor. I'm on the autism spectrum myself. I have Asperger's, high-functioning autism, ADHD. You know, then that's the old school term. Now it's just called, you know, ASD or autism spectrum disorder. Uh, I I hope you don't hear the garbage truck in the background, but maybe you do. But No, we <laughs> don't. We don't. I don't hear it. Okay, well that's 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 distracting me just a tad. But um, so basically, what I do is people on on the spectrum, and you don't have to be on the spectrum because I've been doing personal development for the last thirty eight years because I was a shy, introverted, nerd, stuttered, bullied, picked on, et cetera, et cetera. So I've so so I can assist basically anybody with 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 almost anything, but. So, but people on the spectrum, which is my niece, um, you know, a lot of times they feel like overlooked. Uh, they've, they've, uh, you know, been dished by, by society because they're not quote unquote normal, et cetera, et cetera. So, so, so whatever their, uh, their desire is, and I'm just going to use a cute phrase here. I help people going go from overlooked to overbooked. Overbooked being being whatever they want to do, they are massively successful at it. Uh, whatever there whatever whatever there is. Maybe it's just self confidence, self esteem, whatever the issue is. Um you know, purpose, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I offer people a free one hour, uh, no cost one hour session. Uh, they just go to www.myautismgifts.com. Um, and they fill out the form and they contact me and they, and they say they, you know, they heard about me from Naima. And, um, I will assist you in starting to resolve any any issue of your of your personal choosing, and if there's a rapport, then we work together more. And if there's not, I wish you well. Um, so, and www.myautismgifts.com. You can be reached. I can also be reached at five six two three four four five two zero five five six two. Three four four five two zero five. Thank you, Rob. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us, and um, be blessed in all that you do. And this is just the best thing that I just think it's the best profession, if you want to call it. I call it a calling. Uh, it's something that I could never get away from, even when I try to like just oh, I'll just go and just you know exactly. do this or do that. And it's just like, no, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> and so you just have to come right back. It's like that scene in the, in the, in the, uh, Godfather when he's trying to get out of it and, and it just pulls you right on back in. But it's your heart's desire. It is your calling. So you want to answer the call. 
answer the call, no matter how up and down it may go at first and you're feeling like, oh, I'm not really, you know, creating enough where I can live a lifestyle that, you know, warrants what I'm doing. But, you know, you just have to put all that to the side and just say, no, just use me this day, you know, however you phrase that. Use me this day to uh, to, to support the people that I may meet and the people that I'm coaching, the people that I have RTT with, uh, but use me to allow them to move their block, to get rid of whatever issue. Uh, some people call it a problem, issue, challenge, whatever in their way, so they can move beyond that, get out of that box, get out of their limitations, get out of their head and into their heart, change the, di- the dialogue in the head by downloading a whole new neural net system right rewiring their subconscious mind getting rid of that old stuff and letting it right. go into the nothingness from which it came I call so thank you Rob I call it mental junk yeah it is it is it, it's not doing you any good and it's just keeping you in a space and place and experiences that you no longer want to occupy or experience so give us a call if you need so thank you Rob so, uh, Rob, you could put yourself on mute because I think I muted us all out. So if you got a garbage truck or something running around town, running around the back of you, just mute yourself, okay? Thank you very much. All right. So anyway, we're going to get started. Thank you for your contributions, your support. Those of you that would love to do that, paypal.me, flash forward, ask night Ima. I'm on Zelle. I'm on, we're, we're on Venmo and all of that. And we do have expenses. So when you're doing your budget, Please put in North Star, I'm going to donate this or support or contribute because if you're getting something from this, then you should be willing to give something, plant something back into it. All right? Thank you so much. And please keep inviting others to our life-changing podcast because it is life-changing for sure. So I want you all to dim your lights, get your water your wallet, your hand mirror, a bill or two, an open mind, and now just move into that space that you can connect with the infinite, with a higher consciousness, with a higher vibration, and let you start creating your magic. Let this session be miraculous, and it's all going to start with you, how you're going to let in all of the endless possibilities that are available to you. And the only thing that's stopping you is your subconscious mind because your conscious mind wants it, but it's the subconscious mind that's saying, no, 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 no. We're going to keep giving you the same thing because you keep using the same programming. And until you create a new programming and get rid of the old, you will always just duplicate, you know, just like a copying machine. You just duplicate, duplicate because you haven't changed the foundation you haven't changed the pro programming just like computer so with that said just let's just take a deep breath let's just breathe in naturally flowing through your body yes 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 Jocelyn yes Francis yes Johnny yes professor Marcus just breathe in Put your hand over your heart. Put both of them over your hand and heart. Let's make this time that we have together so 
soothing to our soul and freeing to our soul. That's what this is all about, letting go and letting the infinite design a wonderful life for you, with you and you choosing different actions that will bring that about. The first action is to the thought. So, so you can let that breath out if I did not signal. You can leave, let that breath go. And as you're letting that breath go with both hands over your heart, think of something that you're grateful for before we take this, new, this next breath. And with that breath that you just released, I want you to imagine that you've let go of everything and anything that's standing between you and complete inner peace. Now take in another deeper breath. Still feeling grateful with a slight smile on your face, sitting in a very relaxed position, bringing in that oxygen all the way into your heart chakra or into your solar plexus, all the way down to your lower abdomen. And hold that. And I want you to collect anything, any thoughts of negativity, any thoughts of hopelessness, dismay. And I want you now to let go of that breath. And as you release that oxygen from your body, Say to yourself, affirm with me, I now release anything and everything that stands between me and inner peace. Let go of frustration. Let go of anxiety. With that breath, let go of any hopelessness. Let that go. Let go of any regret. Any sense of you not being enough, not having enough, not being enough, never going to have enough. Any of those thoughts and feelings, surrender them right now. Let them go. Exhale them right on out of that beautiful, sacred body. It was solely divine, designed by the infinite itself, so perfect. So now you're feeling lighter, much lighter. You're feeling loftier. You're feeling better about yourself, about your circumstances, your situation. Your body is flooded with a sense of hope, a sense of, oh, yes, there's more good flowing to me. Like Naima says, like Niagara Falls, my good is flowing to me, through me, like Niagara Falls, perpetually, never-ending. Get that vision in your head. I had a session this weekend with this young lady, and when I said that your wealth is pouring into you, through you, like Niagara Falls, she said she actually saw Niagara Falls just piles and piles of money flowing over the cliff. Instead of money, she was Instead of water, she was seeing money. I want all of you to see whatever it is you're desiring, wealth, happiness, joy, peace, divine health. See it just pouring over that cliff instead of water, just that sensation that you would have being in that space. Now with your hands still over your heart, breathe in a deeper breath 
and I mean breathe in so deeply, and you bring it all the way down into your heart chakra where everything starts. It's always a matter of your heart. Cleanse your heart this morning. Say everything I do, I'm going to do it in the intention of love. You know that's the intention of the Most High. How could you not have a creative, a wonderful life for yourself, operating from the heart chakra? And those of you who want to bring it all the way down into your abdomen, all the way down into your solar plexus, do that. Bring that breath all the way down. Hold it with a smile on your face. Your body's feeling more relaxed. And now let that breath go. Let it go. Let go of anything in your body, anything in your heart, anything in your mind that's standing between you and inner peace. Surrender it right now in this moment. As you exhale, as you let go, you're letting the infinite. You're letting go and you're letting the law. You're letting go and you're letting the creator orchestrate, giving you direction by divine guidance and the direction of your choice. So now you can put your hands down, breathing in and out. I want you to breathe in and out harmoniously with the infinite itself, with the whole universe. Because you know the universe has a pulse, you know. You could go online, Google it. The sounds of the universe. Mm. One day I was just laying on the couch late at night, and I put on my, my TV, the nebula, and I just watched the infinite, knowing that it's expanding. And as I was watching that, the stars seeming so close, but light years, billions of light years away from the earth, from each other, but I'm seeing a condensed version of it on my TV screen. But when they're telling me the numbers of how far each one of those stars and galaxies and solar systems, I was, I was just, how can your mind not be expanded? So you do things like that. Look at the ocean. Put your hand, put your feet in the ocean or wherever. Put your feet on the ground and saying, I'm connected to everyone on this planet. Even though I may be in Southern Cal or New York or Houston or Arizona, when I put my feet on solid ground without my shoes and I put my feet into the sand or into the grass, I know I'm being connected not only to Mother Earth but to everyone on this planet. As I'm breathing, as I'm walking through this atmosphere, I know that there is no separation from me or anyone else. Let your mind expand this morning. And now I want you to get that feeling that I deserve. I deserve to feel this good. Allow that feeling to permeate every cell in your body. Breathe that in. Good, good day, everyone. Good day.
say to yourself, I created this wonderful feeling of inner peace with my community, with my tribe, with my village this morning, but I know I can create this feeling any time I choose. I'm feeling the presence of the omnipresence. I'm feeling the presence of the infinite. I'm feeling the love that created me in its own image and likeness. I know that every cell in my body has the energy of the most high. How could it not? Every cell, and I have trillions of cells, and I'm talking on behalf of the collective here. In my body, in our bodies, we have trillions of cells. And in each one of those cells is the infinite itself. How could you not be enough? How could you not deserve to have whatever is on your requirement list? It's not your want list. It's not your dream list. It's not your, I'm aspiring to have that list. It is, this is what I require in my life. That car, that house, that money, that relationship. These are my requirements. And I know as I breathe in and out this morning with my tribe here on Naima North Star, I know that every cell in my body the infinite itself is breathing me. I can never be a part of the source of all good. And right now, with all of this community, I know that we're creating a synergy. So I'm tapping into this. Where one or two are together, what does it say? What does it mean? Is one or two together coming into an agreement that is accelerating whatever you're desiring? So as, you're, as you put your feet into this pool of infinite, infinite good, infinite money, infinite joy, infinite love, infinite prosperity, you have your feet in it. You have your conscience in this synergy with all of us. Not only is it igniting what you're desiring and requiring, but it's actually accelerating it. Because all of us are like-minded. We all know that there's no boundaries. Nothing is too good for any of us. We are all assisting each other, accelerating our desires to come into manifestation. So breathe that in. And any memory, beloved, that you have that is causing you to suffer, because that's what memories do, the ones that, that you feel guilty about, the ones that you haven't forgiven yourself about, your regrets, they pull you down. But I'm offering you, I'm inviting you today to let go of all those memories. Ask the universe, whatever you call that, what can I garner out of all of those regrets? Let me turn the energy, not to regrets, but to lessons. What did I learn in that memory? Let me look back on that memory with new eyes, different eyes, and take away a new meaning that is more supportive of me. Do that for yourself. 
saying to yourself, whatever I did, I did it in the moments of ignorance, that I did what I heard them speak about in some of the churches and synagogues, in mosques, mosques, they all come from the same book. Abraham is the, all of their fathers. And then they say, forgive them for they know not what they do. So I want you to give yourself grace that I did something that I did not know. How hurtful that was. How devastating that was. But whatever I was doing, I did it to protect myself in some way. To make myself feel good in some way. I might have taken not the most wise actions, but in my ignorance, I did that. And if I can forgive others, then I know that I am all automatically going to give myself a pass. And if that situation comes up again, I'm going to choose to do it differently. I'm going to live and learn, but I'm going to learn a lesson, garner something from that experience that will help me in my life. I'm going to change the meaning. So just absorb all of what I said. Love yourself enough to create a loving relationship with yourself. So right now, I want you all to imagine yourself. Get an image on a screen, like on a computer screen or a TV screen, of the highest image ideal of yourself. Be it. Play with the idea. And after you get a good handle on who you would love to be in this world, I want you to bring it to life like an artist with paint brushes. And every stroke that they put on the canvas is meaningful and intention. And that's what I want you to do with your amazing imagination that the creator created and gave you at birth. Use the power of your imagination right now in this moment that every stroke that you put on that screen of you at the highest level of expression of you. So get a great detail, vivid, vital, crucial, detailed image of you. It all begins with you. You are the most valuable person in your life. If you thought like anyone you admire, you would be like them. It's all in the way you are thinking about you. What was downloaded in your brain about you in your formative years? What environment were you brought up in your formative years? What did you see? What did you witness? What did you feel? What did you experience in those formative years? What were done what was done to you? What was said to you? The people around you. What were they saying to you about you? What was their definition of you? How did they see you, your teachers, throughout your years? What labels did people put on you? I'm asking you this morning to let go of all of those labels. All of them. 
all the labels that are not beneficial to you. Now, if they say you were smart, you were brilliant, you were amazing, you're a, you were miraculous, you were a miracle, you're awesome, you're phenomenal, you're extraordinary, oh, keep all of those. <laughs> Put anything else that diminishes you, demeans you, disrespects you, I want you to let all of that go this morning into the nothingness from which it came. I want you to see it just like you saw regret, anxiety. Anger, shame, blame, guilt, frustration, stress. I want you to see that all just fading away, just drifting away right from your body. Imagine that. Use your imagination and just make that image of you on that screen so phenomenal. Your best self. Your most, because you know that is your authentic self. You being that successful, you having unshakable faith in your own ability to achieve whatever it is you require in your life. You have it. You've been blessed with it. You were anointed with it. Whatever your language is, say that to yourself. I was given this at birth, my voice. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to say my truth. I'm going to demonstrate the truth of how I was created. I was created magnificent. I will remember. I will remember that always to demonstrate my best self, my godly self, my righteous self, which means right thinking. That's all righteous means, right thinking. What is right thinking? Thinking in the consciousness of the most high. In love, in peace, in joy, in generosity, the attributes of the Most High, that's you. Let go of the imposter this morning so you have that image of you. Make it clear in detail and breathe that in. And now I want you to see that image of you coming off the screen and you walking towards it and it running towards you. Actually see it in your mind. And when you meet up, I want you to embrace and collapse the time that it would take for you to manifest that you, to demonstrate. It all starts in your mind, your own self-perception. If you really embrace that you, you will be that you. It's a decision. And in this silence, in your place where you're sitting right now with your back supported, your head free, I want you just to notice everything around you. Bring it all in what you hear, what you um, if you're not lighting your candle, looking at the flicker of the flame to help you to remain focused. Those of you can focus on your breath. And that's what I want all of us to do. As I'm speaking, focus on breathing in and breathing out. And that will help put you in a state of hypnosis, paying attention to the way you're breathing in and out and having a thought. And having that thought consistently that's downloading it into the subconscious mind. 
So that image of you being beautiful, being successful, how would you be talking? How would you be walking? How would you be sitting? That you, that rich you, that prosperous you, that optimal healthy you, that happy you, that joyful you, that peaceful you. How would you be sitting right now, wherever you're sitting, or whatever you're doing? Relax and be so relaxed, beloved, that you even relax the tongue on the floor of your mouth. Feel the feeling of the omnipresent right with you. It's always with you. Never leaves you. And you can stay more connected and tuned with it by feeling good. If you drop a, a an O, you feel good, you feel God. You feel good, you feel infinite. Whenever you're feeling good, you're even further and further and further aware of the divinity within you. The divinity within you will show up. People will see your light. I can't tell you how many times I've run up and down or walk up and down my, my path that I take where people I don't even know, but I say good morning to everybody, mostly, not unless I see somebody, you know, talking on the phone I, or talking to someone. Even if I see someone, if two people or three people, and they're talking, I still say good morning. But a few times people have walked by me or run by me, and they've come, they circle back. And they said, we just wanted to let you know that you're light. You just have such a great aura. And I'm going, I have no makeup on. My hair is pulled back. I have a cap, cap on and a scarf. And I have on just regular, I don't even have on cute workout clothes. I have the traditional Muhammad Ali kind of looking clothes, okay? Not glamorous at all. So I have nothing shiny, nothing beautiful on. Some people, as they're walking by me, you have just the most beautiful smile. And I'm going, oh, and I'm, and I'm really grateful. I said, oh, they can see my light. Without the hair, without the lipstick, without everything being all fluffed up. I can have everything pulled back, nothing on my face, baseball cap on, Lakers, of course. Sunscreen on, unglamorous workout clothes, looking like I'm a boxer. But yet and still, they still can feel. And that's what everyone can do. So be authentic in who you are. Forgive yourself. Love on yourself. Say, how can I be used today? Let me go let me go of anything and everything that's standing in my way of representing the most high, spreading some joy, some laughter, some beautiful, healing energy. That's what they're feeling. And that's what they're seeing when they look at me. So breathe that in, that new you, that that you that exemplifies the infinite. And those of you that have come that have a, a requirement, I want you to bring that requirement up. 
right in your consciousness, right in your imagination. Select it, choose it, decide what is it you would love to create more of to bring into your life. We always come with a sense and a truth that we're already blessed. We're already grateful. We're already appreciative. We know we already have so much. We are already wealthy. We are already prosperous. We're already abundant. We are just desiring to create more, more of whatever that is. And we're acknowledging right now what we have in a, in a spirit of gratitude. I'm coming to you, infinite intelligence, with a heart that knows that I've already been blessed. I'm coming to you with a heart knowing that I'm already fortunate. I'm coming to you with a heart already overflowing with gratitude and appreciation for that which I have. I know I lack nothing. I know all that I need is right here within me. My request and my requirement is I want to add more into this amazing life I have. But I'm acknowledging I already have so much. And I know the promise was that I would live in prosperity, that I had an inheritance before I came into this physical world. I know the desire of my heart is the desire that you place there. For me to experience these things that are on my vision board, on my action board, on my mood board, all of those things that you got my attention to see, that my desire is to experience that trip, that loving relationship, that amount of money, that goal that I desire to achieve, that very profitable business. I know all of these hearts' desires is the language of the universe. Saying, oh, yes, beloved, you yes, you can. You can have that. You could be that. You can experience that. It's all here for you, beloved. It's not hurting anyone. And we have people that carry out actions that actually kill people, hurt people. Oh, but beloved, you, your request has already been answered before you asked. It was given. I want you to walk around today, whatever that you've imagined in this session that you desire or prior sessions, which you decided, which you selected, which you chose. You're moved into believing and knowing that you already have it. You're actually seeing yourself with it, in it, being it. Now you're moving into feeling, and feeling is the secret. Feeling is the magic elixir that brings it all into this dimension. So now you're moving into feeling that you actually have it, whatever that is. So those of you that are desiring to be healthy, joyful, happy, see yourself Feel the feeling. Ask yourself how would I feel being in that space, in that beingness. Be it right now. Feel it. 
in every fiber of your being. Breathe that in. Breathe it in. Relax in it. Entangle yourself in it. Ground yourself in it. Be excited about it. Be very excited about it. Feel the feeling as if it's already been done. And breathe that in. Breathe that feeling of being rejuvenated, replenished, revitalized. Anchor your mind in these words all day. Bring them back up to remembrance. Embrace them. Saturate your mind. Feeling youthful. Ask yourself, how would I feel feeling youthful? Align your consciousness with this dialogue that I'm imprinting in your subconscious mind right now. Vibrate on this high frequency all day long. When you get up from this session, don't leave this new persona that you have, this image of you. No, leave the old man, the old woman behind. Become a new renewing of your mind. Renewing of your mind will renew your body, will renew your circumstances, will renew your whole beingness. When you see something differently, it changes. Thank you, Wayne Dyer. When you see something differently, it does change. But the change must start within. So just breathe all of that in. Feel that your cells, the trillions of cells that you have, are just bursting in health. Dialogue with your network of intelligence within yourself, asking your DNA to go back to its original DNA coding. As you go deeper, speak to your mind, speak to yourself. Have the vision of your body in optimal health, Aileen, Professor, Francis. See yourself having peace of mind, a well-balanced mentality. Never wavering, but steady as she goes. Well-balanced, making every decision that you make, trusting your own judgment. Feeling super confident in your own ability to achieve that which you require in your life. So just breathe that in. Those of you, I want you to see the amount of money that you would love to entertain in your life. See it. How many zeros would be behind the number? See it in your bank account. See it in your savings account. See the money rolled up in the cookie jar. Oh, use your vision, your inner vision, your imagination. See stacks and stacks of money that you bring to the bank because people have compensated you for whatever you're offering, your books, your CDs. Those of you that have a service, see invoices coming in, paying you for your Amazing, unique talents and skills. How would that make you feel? Feel it, Johnny. Feel it, Chisholm. Feel it, Jocelyn. 
Feel it, Francis. Feel it, Eunice. Feel the feelings of all the money that you would monetize from your gifts, your talents, your skills, Chevelle. All three of the Chevelles. See it, feel it. The amount of money that you would have in your wallet. See that you have so much money that you can't even cram it and jam it into your wallet. And every time you see your wallet, that's the image, that's the vision I want you to have continuously. Every time you think of your wallet, I want you to see that vision. You have $100 bills, $50 bills crammed and jammed in your wallet and feel the feeling as if it's real. Your mind doesn't know the difference between reality and the fantasy. It's just your body is reacting to whatever you're thinking. Whatever you're thinking, your body is reacting to it. If you think you're wealthy, your body is reacting to that. If you think you're broken, poor, your body is re- responding to those images. Because when you think a thought, you create a picture automatically. If I told you to think of a pink striped elephant, that's what your mind is going to bring up. So you all are great visualizers, all of you. You all can visualize what you desire. Because with every thought you have comes a picture and comes a feeling. So picture your wallet just being, having so much money. How does that make you feel? Feel the feeling. Now I want you to think of what that money and how that money would affect others. How would it benefit others, the organizations, the certain people you would love to help, your churches, your synagogues, your mosques, your temples, your kingdom halls, wherever you go, wherever your club that you go to, certain organizations you would love to pour into, see yourself writing them out a check. Each one of you, see that. And breathe that in. Whatever you're desiring, see that now, the car. Just see it. Feel it. Feel as if you have it. The color, exterior, out, interior. The make, the model, the year. Just see yourself in possession of it. And imagine doing whatever it is your heart's delight with that car. And be grateful for the car you have now. Breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring the house, see yourself in that beautiful place with all the things that you would love to experience in that that apartment, that condo, your second home, your third home. Just feel yourself there. Now see the people that you would love to have in your beautiful space with you. And just see a couple of the scenes that you would love, activities that you would love to have in that place. And breathe that in, beloved. Whatever you're desiring this morning, be it 
optimal health, a beautiful car, a beautiful home. The money you would love to experience and all the philanthropic things you would do with that money because you know that money is just a tool. It is not an end. It is not the end result. It is a tool for you to do what you desire. And when you have an abundance of it, you have options, and you can operate those options any way you want. So let's all just feel that feeling of just tremendous prosperity and abundance this morning and wealth and richness. And now let's just thank the universe that all of it is flowing through us like Niagara Falls, perpetually, never-ending. Those of you that are desiring to travel, see yourself wherever it is on this planet you would love to be. All the experiences in that place that you would love to experience and have. Those of you that are entrepreneurs, I want you to see your business exploding. Whether it's a service, whether it's a book, whether whatever project you have on your desk, or in your head, if it's in your head, I want you to see it outside of your head in a tangible form, whatever that may be. But those of you that have businesses and entrepreneurs, I want you to see yourself highly successful. I want you to imagine yourself getting highly compensated, lucratively for your gifts, your talents, and your skills, your offerings. I want you to envision yourself doing all the things that you would love to do with your talents, your skills. I want you to imagine all of the people that you would love to interact with, do business with, or them hiring you for your business, your skills, your talents, your services. I want you to see your calendar so filled with, with engagement for you to speak, for you to coach, for you to sing, for you to act, for you to do book signings, or you're booked into different places because of your offerings, whatever that is, see yourself at the pinnacle of your success in your industry. And now I want you to give yourself a pledge that in that industry, I will give the most excellent work, always. It will not depend on the people on the other side of the agreement of who I'm working with or working for. My bar is high, and I only work in excellence. I only give the best, and that's never negotiated by how people treat me or have treated me in the past. If I agree to do anything, I'm going to put not only my best foot forward, but I'm going to give them 110 or 120% or 100%, whatever that is, but I'm going to give them my best, not based on them, but because that is who you are, excellence walking.
Everything you put your hand to, I want you to think of yourself as an alchemist. Wherever I get involved in, participate in, become partners with, I automatically bring it up a whole lot of notches. I want you all to imagine that you are like the big ship coming in to whatever you're doing. And when the big ship comes into the harbor or into the marina, it lifts all the other ships and boats higher. That is the image I want you to have of yourself. And it does not depend on anyone else else's behavior, what they say about me, what they think about me, because it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. So I will not participate in their nonsense because I work for something higher than them. I allow the great I am to shine. I allow the great I am to direct me for me to give myself the best service to myself that my cup is filled into overflow. That when I go anywhere, and I'm speaking collectively of all of us, it's always the best that I can give. And that may vary from day to day. But my intention, and I'm speaking collectively, is for to do the absolute best, to be the best that I can be in that industry. To create a, a reputation that once they even say your name, people get excited. Oh, you got her? You got him? They're going to come and do a book signing? Oh, everyone in there is going to be blessed by what professor has to say. Oh, everyone is going to be so motivated that they're going to go and get their own DNA or they're going to inquire about their ancestors. Oh, thank you, Professor. Dabbler. Oh, when he comes to work with the children, the children are so inspired that they believe that they can just do anything. Thank you, Sadler. Eunice. Oh, when Eunice talks about what her offerings are, I get so excited. It inspires me to do a better job at what I'm doing. That's what the people around Eunice are saying. Because she's so excited about what she has to offer because she knows that it's going to improve the quality of their life. How could you not be excited about improving the quality of a person's life? And each one of you, whether you sing, dance, coach, mentor, a therapist, practitioner, author, real estate agent, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're doing, you're doing it for another human being to make their life more convenient, to solve a problem, or to help them to enjoy their life by sitting and listening to songs. So breathe that in and see yourself monetizing that gift and talent that the universe gave to you. Let's just smile about that.
say thank you for my gifts and talents. Remember, your purpose is to live your life to the fullest capacity. What does that mean to you? You invest in your skills. You invest in your talent. You invest in yourself. And then everybody wins. Invest in you. Own your skills. Fine-tune your talent. Give it the attention that it needs to have in order for you to be what you want to be in this world. Invest in yourself to take the time out to relax, to meditate, to write your grateful, to do your exercise. Yes, get out every day and do something. Professor, go swimming in his manifested heating swimming pool outside in his backyard. Do something to exercise that body. And meditate. Meditate is just allowing you to connect with the infinite. Don't you want to have a intimate relationship with that so when that whatever that is when it taps your shoulder and suggests an intuitive hit for you to do something you'll know oh I know that I know that I know that's what I'm supposed to do I don't have to second guess myself because when you're second guessing yourself that's why it's because you haven't spent the time with just you to just sit down and just be with you. Stop the chatter. You can't stop the chatter in your head. Your head is always going to be talking. As long as you're up, and even when you're asleep, your brain is still working. That's what it's designed to do. So you're never going to be quieting your mind. But what you can do is you can select an inner conversation that's going to benefit you. You can select to look at the candle and just allow the thoughts to drift in and out of your mind and then select a better thought, a healthier thought, a happier thought, a more beneficial thought because your brain is going to occupy something, but you are the captain of your ship. You are the captain of your ship. Are you best, Are you investing the time and the energy into your craft? For you to be that successful person, whatever that successful person. Remember Alma who reached the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro. It took her four years to train to get there. Because last year, remember, there was a storm, so she couldn't finish her, her journey. But this year when she went back to Africa, she could finish. And even though she had trained for four years, she still felt hey, I'm going to invest in myself so I can program my mind that when my hand touches the side of the mountain and I need to grab a rock, I'm going to have the trust in myself that I'm making the best decision. So when my feet come down on the ground, I'll trust my judgment. I'll feel my hands actually clamping on to the rock, the side of the mountain, like Velcro, like Naima programmed me to believe. Like she programmed me to believe that every decision I make is going to be the best decision to help me to get to the top of this mountain. 
he's going to put a suggestion in my head that I have unshakable faith in my ability to get there. Are you investing in you? Are you investing the time that your craft, that your business needs to flourish, to grow, and to expand? Just see all of that right now. Just feel it. Your business is just your vehicle that allows you to do that mission. Your business is just a vehicle that allows you to do your mission. But your purpose here, no doubt about it, is for you to be the best you that you can be. Your purpose is to live to your fullest capacity, to allow all your blocks get blown away, taken away, drift away. For all the limitations that you put on yourself, for you to ignore them, for you to speak to that mountain of your disbelief and your own ability to speak to that mountain until it crumbles, until you convince yourself that, oh, I deserve to have this life. I'm deserving. I am deserving of a beautiful life, a wonderful life. I'm deserving. In fact, all the things that Naima said this morning, my name is all over it. I will have that. My name is all over it. I will have that because I've already given thanks that I've received it. So I know that I've already had it. So now I'm going to remind myself of what Neville Gardner says. It will objectify itself in its own strange way. I don't have to get involved in the how. I am my commitment, my job is for me to keep my consciousness on the highest high I can frequency and for me to take the actions necessary to move me forward in a very confident way. That's why I'm going to get up and do my gratefuls. That's why I'm going to get up and do my journaling. That's why I'm going to get up and get out and do exercise sometime in the day. That's why I'm going to do my meditation because I know when I do my meditation, I'm creating a stronger and a clearer relationship with that which created me. So when that which created me wants to talk to me and gives me a direction, I can hear clearly. I've learned to discipline myself to sit and be quiet and connect. And I do that before I leave my house every morning, speaking collectively. I do that before I leave the home every morning, your house. So I'm connected. So when I'm in my car or when I'm running down the street or when I'm going to wherever I'm going, I can hear the direction that's given to me. It may come in a small, low voice. It may call in just an inkling, a first mind, a gut feeling. But I've so developed a wonderful relationship with this entity that created me, the source of all good, that when it gives me a direction, I'm clear it is not my ego. It is not just my intellect. But it is the great I am. It's directing me 
to the destinations of my choice. I've learned to trust because I've noticed that when I followed that feeling, I got a better result than when I didn't follow that feeling, that voice, that nudge, that first thought, that gut feeling. Oh, when I didn't do that, I paid the cost. I got stuck in traffic when that voice or that inkling or that intuition said, get off on this exit. Go home the street way. Get off the freeway. And you just ignore it. No, I'm going to keep on the freeway because this is what I know. This is what I do. This is my habitual way of me doing. So I'm going to go this way anyway. And then you get caught up in a, in a traffic jam or either you get an accident. And then you wonder, oh, that's right. That first mine, I did have an inkling to get off of that exit, but I had a better, I had a better idea. So sometimes when the infinite is trying to call, con- trying to contact you, you're too busy. You're too busy. You're too worried. You're too stressed. I can't even communicate with you. You're not even on the same frequency. It's trying to communicate with you, but, oh, I ain't got time for that. I don't have time to go and exercise. Every every doctor in, in the world tells me that if they could put a, put everything that the exercise does in a pill, that it would be a million dollars. But, oh, no, I don't need to, I don't need to exercise. I can just eat what I want and just lay up on the couch and tell myself I'm too busy. I don't have time. The happiness guru and all of them are saying that you need to write down even miss oprah winfrey tells tells says every day she writes down her grateful every day she writes down her grateful and every day she's writing in her journal and then i'm wondering why why is she so successful and i'm not um okay i didn't i didn't i didn't write down anything i was grateful for in fact i was complaining most of the day i was looking at what i didn't have instead of focusing on what i do have so I didn't even train my mind to be grateful. So all I see is lack, limitation, boundaries. Oh, yeah, and I definitely didn't have time to go out here and exercise. Oh, no. Mm-mm, can't do that. And meditate. I don't have five or ten minutes just to sit and just to look in a candle. But I got five minutes to watch the news. I got 15, 20 minutes to talk to a friend that I know is talking nonsense. I've got 20, 30 minutes to look on the Internet or check my phone 59 times a day or looking at Facebook. I got, oh, I got all kinds of time for that. So why am I not doing what I know will create the success I want? I wonder what's in my way. Did somebody say something to me when I was two or three years old or five years old? Or did something happen to me at 15 that just kind of took my mojo, took my passion? What instilled that doubt? What instilled that in me that makes me feel I don't deserve what's best? I know what to do. Why am I not implementing it? What's in me that's preventing me from creating the life 
that I so deserve. All of the images that I have on my board, what's keeping me from them? All of the goals that I write, that I truly believe I can achieve it. What's preventing me from achieving it? How much am I showing myself I love myself? Am I truly doing the things that will bring about a new reality for me? I must change. If I really love myself and I really want all those things on the board, my vision board, if I want to experience all the things I have on the things that I've goal myself, my wish list, my bucket list, the list of things that I desire, what am I doing to move myself in that direction? doesn't have to be that hard. Don't I have 10 or 15 minutes to sit? Maybe twice a day? Don't I have a couple minutes that if I can't do my gratefuls in the morning, that I just put it by my bedside and pick up a pen and a piece of paper and just write out my gratefuls? What's in me that's preventing me from allowing me to create this life that I so desire? I want you to be become that person that's proactive. You created in the beginning of our podcast that image of you successful. Be doing and having all the things that you desire. Well, there's a cost. To to be a part of that membership, there's a membership fee. And the fee is the majority of the things that you're unwilling to pay. It's that thing and a couple of the things that you're unwilling to do to give up that's preventing you from having, being, and doing all the things that you desire. So bring all that in. Be yourself as that successful, highly successful person. And those of you that are desiring loving relationships, start with numero uno, you. Number one, most important person in your world is you. Start with you. Think about throughout the day, what do I do to support myself? How is my self-talk? Think about that right now. How is my self-talk? Am I my number one cheerleader? Or am I number one critic? Get clear. Get clear. What do I do to support myself? Think about that. What do I do to support myself? Write out a list after you, after this podcast, after our time together. Sit down. Be truthful. Be authentic. Have it, be it within integrity. What do I do every day to support myself in my dreams? How committed am I? How committed am I about loving myself? Do I take time out 
at the end of the day and have my special coffee or in the middle of the day after I do my work, do I treat myself? Do I take a moment just to sit and relax? Look look out the window and just let my mind wander and think about how beautiful the the trees are. Oh, I see that bird. Oh, what is it? That 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 energy will always even take care of the sparrow. Isn't there a song about a sparrow? You know, there's a zillion sparrows. That's why they chose that bird. That that provides even for the sparrow. So think of that when you're looking outside and seeing that sparrow. Well, that which provides from that sparrow provides for me. I accept that. I see it manifested. I see the trees get watered. I see the grass growing. I see the stars in the sky. Oh, I can love myself. Because I know that what created me only creates in love. And now create a relationship you would love to have with your children, with your mate. And what would you love for them to say to you? Create the conversation within your head right now. What would you love for your daughter, your son to say to you? What would you love for your mate, your partner, your lover, your husband, your wife? say to you, what would you love to do with some of those people that you would love to just go on a trip with or just sit down and have a nice cup of tea or a glass of water, sparkling water, or just sit and have a conversation. Visualize that. You know it helps. Whenever I go into a family setting, which is going to be a lot of people, a lot of different ways people think, their belief systems. And I before days before I go there, I just visualize everybody getting along. No matter if they're talking about the Lakers or the Celtics or the Cowboys or the Rams or the Raiders, whatever. I just see all of those people having just the most wonderful conversations where nobody gets overheated, it all stays into a certain frequency where we can all continue to enjoy each other with nobody getting hot under the collar because they think their team is better or their politics is none of that. So I actually visualize it, the whole scene before I get there, that everybody's just laughing, talking, having fun. Sometimes when I come out of the house, I go, wow, that used to didn't happen like that. There would be a whole bunch of stuff going on. Man, that Neville Garden stuff really, really worked. <laughs> Man, with those avatars and those ministers and those prophets were saying, it really works. I visualized everyone being in a certain way, everybody having so much fun. And when I step out at the end of the day or that night, going to my car with my husband, I'm astounded. 
I said, wow, this stuff really works. But you know, in order for it to work, you got to work it. So you may want to project it way before it happens. Think of something you're going to participate in and just see it just so vividly and everything just working out so perfectly. Set your table before you get there. Set it. Set the intention with love, peace, joy. So whatever relationship you desire, be that to yourself. Say loving things, kind things to yourself. And so now I want you to pick up your mirror. Those of you that create had a mirror, those of you that did not, that is okay. That is all right. And before we get to there, I want you to see yourself sharing your successes or how you feel about yourself to a loved one. I want you to actually hear you say, oh, you know, I feel so much better about myself. Or either whatever you want to share with that, your success, whatever that success is. Oh, my company, we hit our goal. We did $50,000 a month for the last quarter of the year, just like I projected. Or I got a million-dollar opportunity with this studio for the films that come through my production company, whatever it is. Oh, I got an order for so many Bottles of my vegetable and my fruit pills. Oh, that's going to help so many people be healthy. I got so many orders for my books. And they even want me to come and speak. See that for yourself. Who would you be sharing that with? Sharing it right now in your head with enthusiasm and with pride about your accomplishments. And now, since you are feeling so darn good about yourself and the endless possibilities that await, and we know that we've opened the doors, we've opened the windows, we've opened the portal into our heart, into our space, to allow all those things to manifest. So be in this high state of gratitude as you are looking at yourself in the mirror, and I want you to say, oh, yes, I forgive you. Oh, yes, I do. And say your name. We're going to say this twice more. I forgive you. Say your name. I forgive you. Say your name. And now I want you to make an agreement. You know those four agreements? Well, we got four agreements over here. Your agreement is going to be, I will never, ever diminish you ever again. I keep looking in your mirror. Look deep into your eyes. Those of you that did not bring a mirror, that is all right. Just keep your eyes closed and look within. I will never diminish you. I will never devalue you. I will never disrespect you. I have never, ever in my life heard People refer to themselves and other people as the B and the N. In my day, if there was anything or people called you that, they would not be your friend. Do you know those words have energy? That's why they call it spelling. 
It's putting a spell on you. It diminishes you. For you to allow someone to refer to you in that way, disrespectful, and for you to disrespect yourself. Don't you know that's eroding your self-worth, your self-esteem? And now we wonder why our the society looks like it does. What have we been saying about ourselves? What have we been allowing other people to say to diminish us in their videos, in their lyrics, and then go and support them? This is what's happened. We have diminished ourselves. We have not praised ourselves. We have not wanted to uplift each other. Jealousy, resentment. And all of that comes from the individual, their own insecurity, that they can't stand your light because your light makes them feel even more insecure. Your confidence makes them feel more insecure. So us, let us be the awakened ones. Let us not be fooled. All of that is not good for the soul. It's diminishing, demeaning, devaluing. And people are wondering why why we can't get a mate. But what's out there? How do they think about you? What do they feel about you? What do they say about you? You must value yourself so much that you never allow anyone to diminish you. And you start with yourself. I will never, ever say anything to myself that I would not say to a baby. I will not say anything to myself that I would not say to a child. So breathe that in. And now our second statement of truth is, I love you. And say your name. Jason, bring it in. Let it resonate in every fiber of your beingness. I love you. What is love? Love is an action. My mother used to say to us all the time, don't ever get love confused. If a person's kicking you every time you walk by them and they tell you that they're loving you, that's not love. Love has a feeling to it. Love is an action. And you know when someone is saying something to you out of love, and you know when they're saying it to you out of love. So don't let anybody just treat you anyway and then let them tell you that they love you. Say your actions don't match up with that. And love is a very easy word to just throw around. People throw it around all the time. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. Really? You do? Well, let me see how much you love yourself. Because I know you can't love me more than you love yourself. You cannot respect me more than you respect yourself. And even if you put up a facade, oh, I respect you, but I don't respect myself, at one time in that relationship, they're going to show you just how much they don't respect you. It's <laughs> going to be an argument. It's going to be something happen, and then they're going to just tell you how they really feel. 
Because the facade only lasted so long. So you got to get real with yourself first. So let's say, I love you again and say your name. What the world needs now is love because love is the remedy. But the world wants you to be in fear. Because so that way they can control you. So breathe that in that you, I love you. People can't call you a name and then say they love you. I have been very heated with my husband over the years. You can imagine over 40 years being married. You think it's always been perfect. Not perfect now. But I have never, ever called him out of his name. And he has never, ever called me out of my name. Ever. Nope, that's a line we won't cross. Mm-mm. Gotta have respect. But first, the respect comes from you. How do you treat yourself? What do you call yourself? So breathe that in. Make an agreement this morning. I'm never diminish myself. Miss Naima's right. Love is an action. And if people are not having the action that demonstrate love, it's not real. It's not real. And I'm going, am I going to be insane and try to make it love? Am I that desperate that I, the love that I have for myself is not enough? That I have to negotiate, compromise myself to allow someone else to abuse me? Because I'm starting, I'm abusing myself first. So this other person is just a mirror of how I'm treating myself. Your mate, the people around you, they're a mirror of how you truly feel about yourself. And once you raise the bar within yourself, you will see the people around you changing. Some will disappear naturally, organically. You won't ever have to tell them not to call you anymore. You won't speak the same language. You won't be on the same frequency. They have nothing to connect to. So they'll just stop calling. And you have these other people calling. You seem a little bit higher in consciousness, more enlightened. Even if they are having a bad day, they don't want to bring you into it. They don't want to make your day miserable because their day is miserable. Remember that, what our our parents told us, misery loves company. That's true. And people that are happy and people that are going places, people that have a bright future, people that know these laws, if whatever I wish for you, I'm wishing for myself, so that keeps you in check. Oh, if I wish that for them, oh, that's going to boomerang right back to me. It's the law, Newton's law, if you want to bring it into science. Newton's law is cause and effect, and no one can get away from that. 
no one. Whatever you put out will come back. It's Newton's law, the third law of Newton, cause and effect. The Bible, the Quran, and the Torah says you reap what you sow. You get what you give. You can say it in any language, spiritually, scientifically, but it all comes down to the absolute truth. Do not give what you do not want to come back. That's why I'm saying some of you on this call, I'm sharing with you that if you're not sowing into the podcast, and you think you're going to receive something from the podcast, won't happen. Can't happen. If you sow, you receive. The law is give, and then you receive. So all you'll be hearing is words, but you'll never be motivated enough to take any action. Why? Because you haven't planted any seed. And that's just for you. Because the podcast is going to be okay. But the podcast is here to share with you the truth and knowledge and wisdom. And that's with anything. You can't go anywhere or do anything without sowing something and thinking you're going to receive something. You won't. Because that's the law. You sow and then you reap. You give and then you receive. You have a cause and then you have an effect. So keep looking at yourself in the mirror. And now let's say and again. I love you. And you know to be authentic and to be walking your talk, that shows you that you love yourself. Because you're walking your talk. You're displaying that I what I believe and say that I'm believing. I'm demonstrating. I'm acting it out. I'm not just saying words but I'm actually taking an action that I know that is planting a seed that I will reap the benefit, the harvest. So let's just say that one more time. Look deep into your eyes and say, if I haven't loved you, I'm going to start today. And breathe that in. Breathe it in. You can hug yourself now, knowing that as you breathe this in, beloved, every cell in your body is receiving this wonderful energy, this transforming energy. Feel it. Trust it. Life is a mirror reflecting your image of thought. 
Life is a mirror reflecting your images of thoughts. Breathe that in as you keep looking at yourself or hugging yourself. The universe doesn't give you what you want. It gives you who you are. The work is an all an inside job. It's all an inside job with you becoming authentic. And even when you become authentic, even when you do all your mantras and all that, stuff is still going to happen. But it's all in the way you respond to it because that's life. There's going to be life. There's going to be death. There's going to be trauma. There's going to be discouragement. There's going to be a sense of hopelessness at times. That is life. Life has everything in it. These principles that I'm sharing with you are the tools that you reach in your toolbox to get in those times and then implement them. Don't let anyone steal your joy. Don't let anyone steal your joy. Because when they do, it takes your body hours to get back to a healing place. And every time you get very, very angry, you're hurting your heart. So I want you just to say to yourself, if I allow people to make me very angry, that means I'm killing myself. Not killing them. I'm killing myself. And if you do get angry, get it out real quick. Go outside. Say a couple of curse words. Beat up a pillow. Get that energy out of your body, but don't let it stew. Don't let the steam just keep building up and building up. Go into your toolbox. Meditate. Say, the infinite, take this away from me. I surrender it. You take care of that. In some religions, they actually say the battle's not yours. And some people still want to do the battle. And I'm going, hey, uh, did you just learn that in church? That the battle is not whose? But you're going to be the battler? Oh, okay. And the universe is just going to step back and let you get beat up. Let you get all frustrated. Let you eliminate years off your life. Help you to have high blood pressure, diabetes, or whatever. Because when you're not at ease, you're in disease. That means you're not in, in balance. The universe will step back and say, okay, I've given you the laws. Shared with you several times through different different methods, whether it's TV, watching TV Jakes, or going to third church, or uh, any the mosque, reading the Bible, and you have your little daily word, and have the uh, Oprah Winfrey. You have so many voices out there. Tony Robbins. You have uh, what's his name? Les Brown. Nicole Nichols. All these people saying the same thing. Be controlling yourself. Be the master of yourself. Be so disciplined that you don't let anybody steal your joy or, or knock you off center. Might knock you off for a while, but oh no, I know what tools to, to uh, breathe. Somebody's trying to give me their poison? Oh, breathe. Don't take that in. Breathe. Center myself. Ask the infinite. What what can I do here? What can I say? I want to stay in peace. I want to be like the monks. 
that when they're in the cold, 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 they can put a, a blanket and the blanket becomes warm. That's the kind of master of me I want to be. And I'm saying that collectively. That when it's cold, I want to be able to go internally and make everything warm. It's the same thing with anything, what you're doing. It's the mastery of yourself that I will not ever let anyone steal my joy. Even if somebody tries to run me off the road, I'm going to pray for that person. Why? Why would I pray for that person? Because obviously the person is having challenges. I don't know what their challenges are, but I know something is awry because they're not in a peaceful state. Because if they were in a peaceful, happy state, they would have never done that. And sometimes people don't even recognize what they've done because they're in another world when they're driving. So why am I going to get all frustrated? Oh, my goodness, he just did that, she just did that, and then make myself all upset. Now I'm sitting in my car damaging my body and my brain, and that person has gone on down the road. They might not even see me. I know I've, I've driven places. I leave my place. I get to the place. I don't even know how I got there because it's so automatic. I just get in my car, turn it on, turn on my country music or either just silence, and I'm going on down the road. And before I know it, I'm at my destination. Do you think I'm cognizant of every turn I took? No. I know that I probably got on the four or five, and I might have seen uh, the 110 going downtown. I might have seen, noticed several markers, but I didn't remember the whole way because sometimes we're thinking about other things. Sometimes people are thinking about, I just got diagnosed with uh, some disease. Oh, my God, I might be dying in a couple of days. That person might be in that car. Or either they might have an argument with their wife or spouse or they don't know where their children are. I don't know what's going on in their mind, but I know that they're not in their mind because if they were cognizant and if they were happy, they wouldn't have ran me off the road. So I do pray for them, and that's why. It's because something is going on. And I, if you get up and you ask, okay, use me this day, everybody that you come and count, and count, encounter with not, might be the nicest people in the world. Why? Because you ask to be used. Who needs to be, who needs you to be used to? People that might feel hopeless, people that might be a little angry, might be a little irritated. So they feel like nobody's listening to them, nobody's paying attention to them, and they're pretty upset. So here we go. I meet up with you. So I have to stay in my zone and then just say, a prayer, a request, and I never say what. They need more money. I don't know, but I just say, bless them where they need a blessing. Bless them where they need a blessing because I know not what they need. So let's breathe all of this in. Just go to your toolbox. Been giving you this stuff. Some of you have been with me for three years. I guess we've been on maybe four years. I gotta find out our our birthday. We've been here for a while, and I never vary from the same laws and principles. Stay in peace.
Don't allow anybody to steal your joy. You pay a price for that. Show yourself much love. Oh, no, I love myself. I'm not going to take myself there. I'm going to stay in my peace. I'm going to ask the law, the Lord, the infinite, to take care of this. I'm going to ask that to take care of this. Show me the way. What should I say? What can I do to get myself out of this, out of these people, environment? What do I need to do to keep the peace? To keep the peace. Just keep looking at yourself, loving on yourself. And as some of you are looking in that mirror, just say, nothing is average, small or mediocre about me. Just like Naima says, I know that I'm magnificent. I know that I'm royal. I know that the created me created a magnificent being. And I'm going to accept how magnificent I am. He's telling the truth. I'm absolutely marvelous, amazing, fantastic. I'm an emanation of the most high. So breathe that in. Something wonderful is happening inside of you right now. Something wonderful is happening, wonderful, (coughs) right now in you. We'll just get ready for our announcement. <coughs> and if anyone has a comment, then you can star six yourself in after I do the announcements. So I want to announce the open manifestations call. And for those of you that joined us last Wednesday on the Zoom, it was wonderful. So many of us that have come from the open manifestation call are doing our thing, having a great time answering the call. So it was really nice connecting with Suzanne and Daphne and Sister C and got to meet the originator of the great, um, I think Reverend Ward, I think is her name, who created the open manifestation. And um, I'll get her all her name next week for sure. But anyway, she's a beautiful woman. Um, she originated the Open Manifestation. The call is over 10 years old. I came from that call. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. Wilda came from that call. So many of us. So um, we all came together. And it was just beautiful. Next year, hopefully, if they have another anniversary, I'll be able to go physically because they had a dinner the night before Brother Gerald was on there, Professor Karimu. It was just a beautiful, beautiful. I met a couple new people that I hadn't met before. Uh, it was really great. So I, I hope that they have a Zoom again. I'd love to participate. So, again, that that number is, if you want to visit, it's 7 o'clock every morning, every morning. Get, it really sets you up for success just like this call does. And this the number is 
833-333-3999. And Sister Aileen was on there. I got to see her. It was just awesome. Um, and please send love and light to our beloved Chisholm. His grandmother made her transition over the weekend. And uh, thank you for joining us every most Mondays at 8.30 a.m. I looked on the calendar. Uh, my birthday is going to be on a Monday this year, so I'm going to take that, that Monday off, and that's October the 16th. So just kind of put that on your schedule. October the 16th, there will be no no um, North Star podcast. I'm taking that Monday off, uh, and I'll be 21 again, only joking. But anyway, I feel really great. So anyway, um, I'm grateful for all the years I've been here. So just put that on your calendar. October the 16th, Monday, there will be no podcast, all right? And our podcast is Mondays at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Those of you that would love to join us uh, live and are listening to this on a podcast uh, and at another time on another platform or either on Spotify, you would just reach me by one Naima. Naima at gmail.com. And as Johnny says, it's number one, N-A-I-M-A-H. And I think Johnny was on that, that call as well. But she is from the old call as well. Yes, she was. So it's one, the number one, Naima, Naima at gmail. And again, our quote for today is this is why I want all of you that are interested in RTT, I don't want you to say, I don't have the money. Don't say that. Do what Professor does and other people on this call have done. They make, they take an action and you never know what can happen. But you have to take the action. So you call me and you inquire. And then you ask the universe, this is what my requirement is. You don't think that the universe will give you what you really earnestly and honestly want? It's going to improve your life in some way? And this is big. This allows you to have a different reality with money, different feelings. You've heard her, Johnny Proby, over the years talk about her. her uh, and there's been others. And some people don't want to, you know, share what their story is about RTT. But I have many people that have come for confidence, memory, procrastination, and I take them through a, a session of asking why, are, what purpose do you have in this person's life, which is phenomenal. How that, I mean, it is so amazing what that what comes back. So anyway, it, it's amazing. And those of you that are desiring for that. It's rapid transformational therapy. It's 93.6% effective, and it works. And that's I'm reiterating that because when I read this this weekend about dying patients, most request, regrets. This is a, a, a clergyman that has helped over 2,200 people make their transition. And this is what he came away with. He said, dying patients most regret is, I only did what everyone else wanted, not what I wanted. Do you want to be in that group? Do you want to be in that that group 
that is doing what everyone else wants because you don't know exactly what you want. Don't you want to get clear? When I read that, I upped my game. I said, oh, my goodness, I'm going to do some more introspect. And I always am looking at myself, looking at the moves that I make, the way I think. Is that beneficial, Naima? You know, you know, you want to invest your time in that. You know, I'm very intentional. But when I read that, I, looked, I said to myself, am I doing what I really want? Or am I doing what everyone else wants? I only did what everyone else wanted, not what I wanted. So think about that. So with that said, those of you that would love to have a comment, please do so. Just start six yourself in. Any comments? Start six yourself in. We'll wait because sometimes when you start six yourself in, sometimes it doesn't take right away. So I know Miss Johnny, sometimes that happens to her where she's trying to come in and doesn't come in. Hey, Ms. Naima. Hey, Ms. Naima. Is this R. Sadler? Yes, it is. How are you? Hey, I miss you. I got, ready to, I got ready to text you over the weekend, but I said, oh, no, I won't bother him. But anyway, how is our Sadler doing? Should have did it. You should have did it. <laughs> that was your inner voice. <laughs> Tell you to get off the expressway and go local. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But how is our guy doing? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Um, things are 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 good. I'm in San Diego, below you right now. Um, yes. And and this was uh, even before I get into that, this was a grand slam talk today i i i um you thought i was in the pulpit i started clapping it, it was i'm outside enjoying this overlook on a beautiful mountainside uh in san diego and uh i'm clapping <laughs> I, I started clapping i don't know where it was i said oh i'm gonna have, oh i think i got a new favorite this was a powerful one today you know oh, and uh some images came to me i had to i had to get on a notepad and write some things down uh we need a we need a t-shirt business half the time i listen to you i get like three or four t-shirt ideas <laughs> Just well let me know i'll invest in that let me know i'll invest in that definitely and you know what you're so right on sadler you were listening to me this weekend I just the thought flashed in my my mind. Maybe you should have a T-shirt, Naima. No joke. <laughs> that came into my mind. I'll tell you so, more about it. I'll tell you all about it. But wow. Oh wow. 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 So you're just yeah, you're co-signing on that, honey. That that came uh-huh. into my consciousness. So definitely, definitely. I have about four ideas that I bet you've already instilled in me four shirts so i'll run them past you with the when we're not on the call okay. but thank you for okay. today That's today was outstanding oh so oh, i i like thank you yeah i like i like i like tv and um 
you you know, what you said to me inspired the that your inner vision is more important than the television. <laughs> Whatever's on television is not as important as your inner vision. So meaning your your uh you wait you could be wasting time. You say, Oh, you got time to watch T V or you got time to watch this but you don't have time to stare at a candle for an hour. So that really sparked something in me. I said, Oh, that's strong, that's powerful. That was potent, as we used to say it's kids. And you know, ten, you ten right. minutes, you know, ten minutes, it doesn't have to be an hour, ten minutes. Uh, but, you know, sometimes when I get a new coaching client, I'll ask them, I say, well, did you, you know, did you meditate? Oh, no, I didn't have time. And, and I say, can't you set your clock for five minutes earlier for you to, you know, do that? Uh, and uh, I say, you're paying me for this. <laughs> See, you're paying me. Don't you want it? You don't take advantage. You're paying me. And that's why they say, you know, you don't want to do anything free because most of the time if you give someone something free, and I do that every once in a while, um, but mm. they don't, they won't, they won't, because there's no skin in the game. So you want them mm. to have skin in the game. But, yeah, so sadly, so that, that you resonated with that? <laughs> well, yeah, you came, no, you, and you came through with a lot of vigor, a lot of vigor this, this morning. Um, oh. and I just, it just realized that, you know, you know what's going on with me or Professor or, or, or Francis or, or, you know, the Chevelle. I mean, you, and Johnny, the tapestry, yeah. the Johnny Proby and the tapestry mm-hmm. is wo- woven throughout the conversations. And I'm just like, wow, this is, you looking at it, you looking on all of the situations and assessing what needs to be said every week. And that's a that's a talent and a power that we we are grateful for. Mm. Thank you, Sadler. I really appreciate it. You know, um, yeah, I just you know we want to give our best, and I I so respect all of you, your time. And I was thinking um, last night. I said, every one of you on here are just beyond amazing and your potential is beyond what we could ever comprehend because I know the person that I see in the mirror and I truly believe in each one of your dreams and what you're requiring for your life because you would not be in my space you would not be in my space because I know who I am. I know that I'm authentic. I had a, a young person this weekend say, yeah, I, I didn't really, I'm sorry that I haven't been really showing up for you. And I said, oh, no, that's, the, I said, I know uh, people have lives uh, without uh, me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I said, I, I'm good. I'm good. No, she, no, the person said, no, no, because, you know, I just didn't trust you. She said, I just didn't trust you. And I said, I understand that. I said, because so many of us have been betrayed. And so you're not trusting other people. And the other people is part of me. I said, so you didn't know, you don't know who I am. I said, you know that I'm this person in California, California that seems to be, you know, nice and wise over the phone, um, but you've never met me personally. 
I say, you see me on a Zoom or two. Says, so uh, I understand, you know, people are very mistrusting because you don't know what people's motives are, what their ulterior motives are. And uh, But I can guarantee you all that I am sincere in what I'm saying. And that uh, my, my, if I do, if I do have a motive, my motive is for all of you to see how great you are. My motive is to, for you to realize that you have everything that you need, that whatever you're desiring, whatever you're requiring is at hand. My other investment in all of you is that I want you to give yourself the best, the, the best that you can by being dedicated to your own personal growth for you to turn within and ask yourself, what can I do for myself? How can I treat myself good today to, uh, for you to expand and grow as much as you want? Because I know as each one of us do that, we're touching other people's lives. So just like the open manifestation call, you know, she created that, Reverend, um, Reverend Ward, she created it. She's from Agape. And uh, she didn't know that all these people were going to come and list, come every set, every morning at 7 a.m. She didn't know that many of us, like the, uh, 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 what's her name, uh, Wilda, you know, doing really great things. Crystal Mitchell, she's come on our call, you know, in the beginning. But she's doing great things. I think she went to Egypt not, not too long ago. Yeah, Professor. You have a lot of people that have come off that call because each one is teaching one and each one is influencing each other people. So if I do have a a, a, a motive, um, and that that's it, is for each one of you to just live your dream. Um, and I've, that's always bothered me when I was a little girl. Going, my father was a minister, and I'd be going to funerals. And um, the people would be crying so hard. <laughs> and I'm going to say this without trying to, you know, holding myself together. And some of the people had lived such lives of just, just surviving. You know, just surviving. Not really taking advantage of all the things. And these were people that went to church. They loved the Lord. Um, and I saw people, because I grew up in a very diverse, well, really, it was all white. I think it was about, maybe about five five black people. Uh, it's five families, primarily, where I lived. But everybody else was white. So there were Jewish, Italian, Polish, uh, Irish, you know, those people. My brothers and sisters. So, and I would look at some of them. They didn't go to church. They never said, thank you, God. They never said, thank you, Lord. I never saw, I never heard of it. And you know, those people, those people were going, they were traveling. Those people could, they could have a, a, they'd come back to school. Oh, yeah, we had a beautiful, we went up to, <laughs> and, and I'm going, OMG. You know, and here we got these other people going to church all the time. Some people stand in church all day, all night. And I noticed that they were having such challenging lives. And I'm saying, what the heck? I probably wanted to say something more than that. 
But I just couldn't understand that. What in the heck is going on? You got these people, especially when I went to the South. Oh, cry me a river. Man, when I went to the South and I see these, they would go to go and pick cotton. They would go and pick the tobacco. Uh, they would have the overalls on. Some people, you know, did have, you know, houses that weren't really nice houses. And those people would would get up Sunday morning, put on their Sunday go-to-meeting clothes, come into the church looking so dignified, have their hats on, and all of that. And then I saw those people dying. And I just, I, I mean, I'm, it, it just still boggles my mind because they would be at the church praying, asking God, Jesus, for this or that, and paying the bill, daughter out in the street, husband down the street drinking. They'd be coming to the church, asking for the church to pray, because my family, all of them go to church. My grandmother's. And my father, he was a minister. And then I have uncles that are ministers. So I come from a long line of people that are just saturated in the church. Mm-hmm. And I would be around these other people. <laughs> Sunday morning, they watching cartoons. But guess what? Their what? houses, their cars, their lifestyle wasn't as um, stressful as some of the other people that I was observing as now I'm look I'm doing this as a little kid, just looking at the difference of lifestyle. And so sometimes uh-huh. I'd go to the church and people would just be crying and, and I knew it was because either they were having such regrets of how they treated the person or that the person just had a very challenging life. And um so that caught my eye. And then I just would really ask I just asked the spirit, the infinite, you know, I want to help people live a full life. I want you all to live a full life. So when it's over, when we come, it's a celebration. I've even heard actors, um, this one particular actress, she was probably in the 50s and 60s, but she said that she went to the doctor and I was reading her bio. She she went to the doctor, and the doctor told her that she had um, cancer, and it wasn't able. She what they weren't able to um, help her. And she said to her friend in the car, "I've had a good life." That's what she said. Mm. She had a good life. That's what I want all of us to say. I had a good life. I might not have done all of the things on my limit list because, you know, I don't have a bucket list. I have a limit list. So I I did the majority of the things on my, my, my limit list. I've enjoyed this life. I may be afraid to move over on the other side because I don't know what's over there. I may, I may have that fear. But I do know that I gave it all. I did as much as I, I wanted to do here. And I'm good. I can go now. And I just don't know if many people can say that, which is sad. Because we all have 24 hours. And in that 24 hours, where am I going to, what, what can I do to support myself? What can I do to, to, to allow myself to experience 
more experiences to my liking than just struggling, than just suffering through this life. Let me find the joy. Let me feel the joy of life. Because life is miraculous. It's, it's a privilege to be here. It's, mm. it's a privilege to be here. It is a gift. And even on my toughest day, I tell you what I do. I look at Harriet Tubman. Um, I'm, I have the uh, picture that Oprah has. She has the original, I guess, of the woman on the south on the block with her little girl who's going to be sold. And I look at those people, and I just say on their on my worst day, it would have been their best day. On their and I've been where I've lived in hotels. Okay, there's mm-hmm. been times where I didn't know if I was going to have a place to stay. And I had three kids, and we're we're husband and wife. And I'm going like, oh, we maybe might be able to, you know, I'm looking at the two cars. Maybe we could stay in the first car, and they could stay in the, in the spirit. Said, get that get that image out of your head. I'm going get that image out of your head. Okay, I won't even think that thought. I'll just know that everything is going to work out. That's where I'm going to put my thoughts. Everything's going to work out. I'm not going to put my thoughts on, oh, this is this is the possible. Nope. Keep your eye on, nope, I'm going to get you through this. Okay, okay, God. All right, all right, infinite. I trust. Just let, I'll just put one foot in front of the other. And so um, I know that there is that energy that can help us, and it can help you with anything, and it can keep you not looking 100 years old when, you're, when you do get more mature. You can still have a youthfulness to yourself. Because you're not all beaten down because of the circumstances of life. You really have turned it over to the great I am and say, I'm, I'm going to let you take the wheel. Like Carrie, Carrie Underwood says, I'm going to let you take the wheel. She says, Jesus. And that means she's going to just give it over. And when we do that, we're doing ourselves a, a big service to ourselves. We're doing a really great thing. So I want us to be more committed to our meditation with our our, um, our our gratefuls. And every day I don't do my gratefuls, but most of the days I do my gratefuls because most of the time I'm grateful. And I think it trains the mind to get to that point where you are grateful, even when things are not going as well as you want them to. You're still in a state of gratitude. Why? Because you train your mind to see what you have. You've trained your mind to see the many, um, how fortunate you are. And so you complain, you don't complain, because you say, when I have money, that means I'm going to be able to, to um, if I'm standing in line, which I used to when I I would be like, oh, I want to get through this line, pay my groceries, what is taking them so long? Now, or in a long time ago, I changed that attitude. I get in the line. I don't care how long the cash register person takes. You know, how many times they have to do a price check? Because you know why? What I say? When I'm in this line, I must have money. Because there's been a there's been a time that I wanted to be in a in a in a, in a line getting groceries and didn't have any money. Mm. So I got money. I'll stand in this line. <laughs> Just take your time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make friends with the person back of me and in front of me. Mm-hmm. Or even if nobody wants to talk, I'm just going to stand there and I'm going to say thank you. 
thank you. I'm going to look at my groceries, my, my, my cart with all my groceries in. I'm gonna, oh, thank you. Because there was a time when I only had $5. I tithe it. I tithe part of it. And then I say, okay, this is what I got left. Do you know? I mean, every time I did that, when I didn't think I had anything to give, and I gave anyway, because that was the principle. You have to give. So I would give Sadler. Do you know I would be saying, oh, should I go to Ralph's or should I go to Vaughn's? Or should and then the, and that, that voice would say, no, go to Ralph's. Go to Ralph's. I would go to Ralph's. Guess what? You get two what? chickens for the price of one. Uh, the eggs yeah. are half price. Buy one, get one free. I tell you not. That money would go much would go, it would go as far as if I had not given anything. And I went, Whoa. wow. That's amazing. That voice will even tell you, or that first mind, that gut feeling, will even tell you what grocery store to go to. In sequence, I've done it. No, go to Trader Joe's first and get this stuff. And then go to Rouse. And when I do it that way, oh, the things that I could have got at Trader Joe's, guess what? I went and I got them at Rouse. They were at a lower price because Rouse was having a sale. And then there will be a time when you don't have to do all of that because you'll be in a place where, oh, I could buy all my food here. I don't have to be concerned about the pennies. I'll still be respectful of money and be a good manager of money. But I won't I won't be in a pickle like that where I can just go to one, pay the extra twenty cent or whatever. No okay, I'm good. But I'm telling you that that voice can really direct you to do the specific things that are gonna be advantageous for you. But you gotta be within the law. See, you gotta be that's why in my book, The Wonderful You for Children, that's why we got that umbrella. The umbrella signifies that you have to stay under that consciousness. That's what that umbrella represents. Stay under the consciousness, and you will be able to reap the benefits of that higher conscious state. So um, I just really um, am grateful for all of you coming, because we got a lot of work to do here on this planet. Um, and part of that work is just, just helping us heal ourselves because when we heal ourselves we automatically heal the planet more because we'll be more respectful of ourselves we'll create more uh our lives and the people that we interact with they're going to be the beneficiaries of us being the best example best image of ourselves so it's just a win 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 and win so i'm just um I'm grateful for our Sadler, and thank you, Sadler, for always sharing with me that um, you appreciate what we do here. And also, I want to say uh, Johnny usually always, you know, shares. I really appreciate that, Johnny. Francis, you usually always share um, at the top of the call uh, with uh, Rob. He always gives me great kudos. and. He sends me a lot of clients, and he pays for them. Um, Rob is a, just a really amazing person, uh, so I'm I'm 
I'm not surprised that he has what people say good luck. <laughs> it's not luck. It's not. He's he's doing things that is assisting him to have luck. Yeah. Yeah, we get what we give. We get what we give. And uh, so I just, uh, Professor, thank you for announcing our call every Monday on the Oath Call, promoting us over there. And um, Neely, I thank you because she always sends me some really good feedback. We're going to pray, keep praying for you, Joni, because we know, we, we think that, I think you're still in Arizona with your sister. So um, those of you that have, where you want a prayer list, I got rid of our old prayer list because we just, you know, had the same people. And I believe that once we say a prayer for a person, that there, that the prayer has been answered. So if those of you that have people that you want to put on the prayer list, they'll send love and light to. We can still do that, but just send me their name. Text it to me. So Sadler, so how is your how is your wife doing? Oh, we had an amazing time. Uh, she was going to see that movie that I worked on, and um, we went to we got back and and went to New York City. She had so many points, I was able to go for free. Um, and uh, we went, we went up, she had a 30-year reunion, and it happened to be Harlem Week. And one of her friends asked us to wear pink and purple and to be there by 9 a.m. I mean, by 11 a.m. And uh, yeah. when we got there, we thought she had secured a place in the stands for us. Well, she actually put us on the float. Now, I have done a lot of things in my life, but I have never been oh on my. float in a parade. Dad, did you take pictures? <laughs> I took pictures and video, and they had a DJ on You the usually float. send me pictures. <laughs> I was too crazy. Well, you know, I'm having trouble with my phone. My phone, got, okay. I got 132,000 pictures in the phone. It's too much. Oh, my goodness. Oh I got to delete goodness. to take one and delete to take another. And, oh, it was something. So I had a, another camera um, that I took pictures with that's not on the Internet. So I got to figure out how to get these photos from that older phone uh-huh. that's empty to my right, new phone right. so I can get them over. And uh, it was an amazing experience, all these. And my family is originally from Harlem. Um, so mm. I felt close to my deceased father and my grand because, you know, being in that I, I, being in that same area on Lenox Avenue and mm-hmm. Malcolm Oh, yeah, Boulevard I'm very and, familiar. I went to school there. I went to school in Manhattan. Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah. The city that never sleeps. I love it. And, and it wasn't so had... expensive. Maybe one day I'll get a, a, a place there. <laughs> yeah, I love a brownstone. So to go from oh yeah, all the way up to one forty-seven, and uh, playing music and waving to people and babies and elderly and just people celebrating. It was called Harlem United, and um, okay, just seeing the camaraderie and all the different types of people happy to be there and they only we had a dj on our booth and they only played music from they only played music from uh artists that come from harlem it was interesting to hear how many different 
beautiful musical soundtracks that come from Harlem. And um, it yeah. it was it just really blew my mind. And they had a cooler, they had a DJ, and they had a cooler with about uh, 12 bottles of Prosecco. <laughs> I said, oh, wow. Whoa. That was great. <laughs> so, so they so turned, it, uh, Like my mom used to say, were you feeling no pain? <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling no Because, you know, champagne can get you there real quick. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and so... So I was, uh, it was the most amazing day, and then we stopped, and I looked, and they had block parties on about 30 different blocks. The whole streets were, uh-huh. turned, were shut down from, you know, Frederick Douglass to 110th Street, and we had, when the float was over, we got down to about a, I don't know where this place is, Melba's, but they shut down the street, and we had 40 of us had dinner in the middle mm-hmm. of the street. It was amazing. Mm. 15 block parties. And I don't know, I know Barry is young, but we don't have block parties like that anymore because cities are so dangerous sometimes. I haven't been to a block party since in 20 oh, me years. Either. Me you know, either. They don't yeah, do my daughter, kind of my daughter they do. My daughter does, but she lives <laughs> in Redondo Beach. Yeah, a little different. Yeah, but they have a block party. Yeah, yeah. To the green, soulful in the middle of the street, under under a stoplight, changing from red to green to yellow, and looking for twenty blocks all through Harlem. Other block parties, two blocks away, three blocks away. Just playing music, people celebrating a uh, a lady that was seventy seven danced her heart away. I couldn't you couldn't she looked about she looked about thirty eight, thirty nine. <laughs> See, she that's what I'm saying. Exercise. Exercise, yeah. Exercise. Lifestyle. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. And, and you know, dance makes out. your um uh didn't mean to step on your words, Sava, but dance you know, uh, research has shown when you dance, that keeps your 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 brain young. And when you dance, when you have to memorize steps, when it's like mm-hmm. not so much, that really, really, really um, keeps your brain young. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you said she looked about thirty-five, huh? Oh, that's amazing. I, I she sent me a newspaper mm-hmm. article somebody had been on her. She had owned mm-hmm. several brownstones. She said that mm-hmm. she didn't have an education. She was a, a barmaid and got a, her mm-hmm. first brownstone for $10,000 in the 70s. And, O-M-G. Um, <laughs> yeah, she had a story. She had stories on stories. Saved all her tips. And her mother was a, a domestic um you know, cleaning people's mm-hmm. houses. So she ended up with three or four brownstones in Harlem. And as y'all know, then each one of them got to be worth a million or two right now. Mm. But uh, she ended up and ended up owning her own. She took the brown money from the brownstones and bought her own, uh, opened her own nightclub at 26. Youngest person what? in New York, African American, to have a liquor license. Oh, man, she was using in, her brain, huh? <laughs> in I don't know, what, okay, don't let me mix up. But this was late seventies, early eighties, and mm-hmm. this was history. Mm-hmm. So 
I just was blown away by her. Uh, at least she's at that age where she's gonna tell you to to live to your full potential, even if you, even if she don't know if you already living to your full potential. I got her talking to, sitting there learning a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it yeah, because you know she's probably place. seen quite a quite a few things in her in her days. Of course. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's just trying to tell you know put a little fire in in you. And our friend That's was the grand marshal of the parade, so mm. I could see how if if she instilled that in me in, in a half hour of sitting and having mm-hmm. dinner with, I couldn't imagine what she did with the mutual friend that we had. She said she watched her grow up from a little girl. But some people they're not gonna let you fall. They're gonna they're gonna push you and push you and and. You just, you know, rise up. So I felt that energy from this this woman. I just love your life. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. You and your, you and your, you and your beautiful wife just are just some of the most beautiful spirits. I met them (laughs) at a book signing. They were side. We had a a table, and their table was right by our table and we just Hmm. started talking and Sadler we talked I talked and and then we just trade got each other's numbers and that's how I met Sadler but that's the way he is I love how he goes to Paris or anywhere they go to Mexico they do a lot of traveling and I love how you interact with people on such an organic level where you just instantly connect with them and make fast friends and even goes to other countries and hooks up with other artists and goes over to their house and <laughs> having wine and dinner and and it's and that's the way I love to travel. I, I prefer not to be the tourist. I prefer to be I hey, I'm one of you. You know, I, I could I could just as well have been brought up in this part of the world. So I never feel like I'm a foreigner anywhere, and I never feel like, even though I'm in a woman of color box uh, vehicle, but I always feel connected to everybody. I never felt separate. I just am intrigued with, who are you? Like, who am I talking to? And I think that's what Sadler and his wife does. They're so invested in the person like where where are you from? What's your story? You know where are you going? What's your dreams? That all of the exterior things, the, the color, the hair, the the not hair, the clothes, the not having designer clothes, all that's secondary. And I think that's why you connect so much, uh, Sadler, you and your wife, so organically, not, where people do invite you to their homes and stuff, and you make fast friends, and then they come over here and you look up hook up with them over here. and Yeah, so what, what were you going to say, Sadler? Naima bought a book, but I don't remember how many books I sold that day. I might have only sold six or seven books that day, but that was a life-changing day. Sometimes it doesn't come in the way you think it's going to come. It came, my my riches came through this relationship and all of all of y'all. So that was that was big, one of my biggest sale days <laughs> ever. That's the biggest. <laughs> I've made the most profit that day with only three or four books. <laughs> so I know. I know. I think. Yeah, I think that's majority of them. We we go there as vendors 
and I know that I always set aside money to purchase other people's products. So I'm not expecting to go there, put up my books, and just have everybody come and buy my book. So I, I so I'll shop. So I go and I'll I'll purchase you know uh, the body soaps that the woman makes from you know scratch, and then the the other items like oils and butters and uh, things like that, scarves, and I'll buy, I'll buy that stuff. And um, so a lot of times, rather the the vet us we are primarily the the best co- co- customers, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're yeah. running around buying buying each other's things, but but it, but it's it's fun. It's fun, and we meet other people like minded. So I would have mm-hmm. never uh, met you if I hadn't, uh, you know, joined uh, the Black Writers Tour. I think is where we met. But I just love the way you and your wife live. Yeah, yeah. Love the way you and your wife live and how you experience life. I know other professors share, but I definitely Mm. want to talk to you after this call because I want to set up another session and um, share a few amazing things with you all. And I'm not going to put that on this call because I know people have stuff that they have to do. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to the call. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the call. All right. So, yeah, so um, let me see either today. um, It doesn't look like I I probably won't go out and run today. I have, uh, I think I have an appointment that's coming up a little bit later on in the day. But anyway, yeah, call me today or either tomorrow. In fact, let me grab my my schedule and I can tell you. um, But I'm loving doing the RTG. It's just amazing. And, of course, I love my coaching. but I'm fascinated when people say that they really feel different and move through their life differently. Um, and uh, so uh, let me get my schedule. And so tomorrow, Tuesday. Okay. So Sadler, I'm I'm available if you want to call me tomorrow at around 12 because I have a 2:30 appointment, and then I'm open after three. Like probably four, so twelve, twelve, and then four. And if you call me today, I have an appointment um, around three o'clock uh, until okay. probably about three to three to six. But if you want to call me this evening, like we usually do, <laughs> you can do that too. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Looking forward to it, Sadler. And thanks, thanks for sharing. That was an amazing story on a float. See, that's not even on my list. Now it is. Now it is. Yeah, that was. Oh my goodness! And having twenty, what, what twenty block parties? That's mm-hmm. and in Harlem. And how was the weather? And then I'll let you go. But how was the weather? Oh, it was perfect. I said, you know, I I love L.A. You know, me and you are East Coaster as well as myself, yeah. and I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. But I, I forgot, as they say, New York, be New Yorkin. It was definitely New Yorkin. That New York was New Yorkin on me that, that this week. <laughs> I well, yeah, because I love bird. New York. Yeah. Oh, well, I love it. I love it. New York was New York in this weekend. I couldn't believe it. Oh, I forget yeah. how 
you forget how amazing that city is. I thought it's just marketing, yeah. but it's it's a lot more than just marketing. Oh yeah. Oh no. No no no. It's 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 true. It's the deal. It is the city um, that never. I never forget one time. Um, my husband and I we went because our daughter was going to medical school there, Mount Sinai. And um, we were going down the street. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning or so. We had, yeah, I don't know why we were out so late. I mean, it was like 2, 2.30 in the morning. We look over. They were doing a lube job. Everybody, they're doing a lube job on a car <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning. And I go, OMG, only in New York City. Only in New York City would you see a garage open and they're doing lube jobs. Amazing, amazing city. So I'm glad that you and your wife had a beautiful time, sadly. That congratulations on all that you do, and I'm looking forward to to speaking with you as well. These people dancing outside, just dancing in the middle of the street, and they had a they hired an MC and a live band, and they had this yeah. chant as the women and men were dancing. The chant said. Mm-hmm. I think you could. You all could appreciate this. She walks in the room. She controls the room. She has the tools to break the rules. And they would do that chant over and over. And that was the soul train line. So whoever walked into the middle of the circle in the middle of the street, you know, they were they were praising them like that. They would do their dance move to that. She walked. He walks in the room. He controls the room. And the I mean, it was just the whole vibe, as they say. Wow. It was, it wow. was amazing. That's, and these people controlling the room as they walked into the room, you know. It was it, was, it was manifesting in real time. So it was very, very inspirational and fun. So that's it. That's excellent. That's excellent. I can't wait for the pictures or whatever. But And looking forward to, to speaking to you. Um, I've been missing my guy because usually you'll check in on me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you, Sabah, and your wife. Is there anyone else that has a comment before we uh, disengage? And you know we'll be here next week. But is there anyone that has any any comments? I just wanted to tell you thank you. Oh, there's our Francis. You're more than welcome, Francis. I was looking at start uh, Shark Tank this weekend again. <laughs> And I'm thinking about you because I know what you're up to, and I just see you on Shark Tank. Is and I know you'll be able to get with. I know you'll be able to throw down your numbers and this and this. I know you're gonna be able to be very professional, and I'm looking forward to you being on there because even people that don't even get the sharks to that participate. They always do, like, bang up business after. They say the day after their business just blows up, they get more business, even even maybe investors uh, come on board. So, Francis, I'm looking forward to that. So you keep on keeping on, okay? We love you, and we're sending you love and light. Appreciate it. Yes. And I want to do a shout-out to Aileen, too. It was nice seeing Aileen and Aileen, you know, at the top of the sh- at the top of our podcast, you always give me kudos. So I really appreciate that as well. Is there anyone else? And Neely, yep, I think I mentioned you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I think, yeah, those those are the ones that are really, um, you know, 
show up at, and kind of share this. Okay, Naima, you're you're doing you're doing pretty good. Well, you're doing pretty good. We we felt that message, so I appreciate it. Anyone else has any other comments? Yes, I was love listening to the hey! conversation with Douglas. <laughs> Very good, Miss Johnny's still with us because <laughs> I know I it's a little bit later in the day. <laughs> well, wasn't yes. that something, Miss Johnny? Yeah, a beautiful conversation. I'm sitting out here on the deck, just enjoying nature, and it's so nice to be in that space. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. Love it, love it, love it. Um, so how's everything going with you and your husband? Very good. We're doing really good. I wanted to uh-huh. share that this weekend I I went to um, Hillside Chapel, the church where I go to, where Dr. Barbara was the minister. Uh-huh. Um, they had the mm-hmm. 52nd and yes, Dr. Barbara King. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the 52nd anniversary this past week and uh, a that was Thursday through Sunday. Uh, Ricky oh. Byers was Thursday night. Her beautiful music. Marianne mm. Williamson was there Friday, and then Iyala mm. closed it out on yesterday. Iyala Van Zandt. Mm. It was so wonderful. I bet. Woo. Mm-hmm. Oh really my wonderful. goodness. Yeah. So were you walking on on clouds when you <laughs> when you left? Yeah, I was. Oh on yeah. Saturday. I had a chance to participate in the wellness um, center and help several people who were there, you know, have breakthroughs through healings. And that was just so wonderful to be in that space using my gifts to share and, you know, be able to help others, which is what I feel like my intention is. So I'm thankful for that opportunity. Excellent. 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 Well, you know, we're always so proud of you and all that you do, Johnny. And like I said at the top of our podcast, beautiful inside and out. Yeah, definitely, beautiful inside and out. And thank you for always sharing with me when you're on, when you're able to, you know, stay on the call. You um, And I'm not saying you guys always have to do that, but it's really nice hearing that, okay, I resonated with you, with you and and remember, it's everyone, everyone's life is important. Everyone's life is important. So if I can just if I can just reach one person, that changes the the legacy of maybe the people that will come from them. So I'm always good when I hear that w- at least one person has uh, gotten something from our podcast. But it's nice hearing that all of you seem to yeah. Thanks. So thank you. I really appreciate it. And uh, I wanted to, you know, share, it was Cheryl, Dr. Sh- Reverend Cheryl Ward who created Oath of Manifestation call. Yeah, And that's right. that call is the one who has allowed a lot of us to grow and expand. And she never met, she, she never met me. And uh, she said that she wants to join us for our podcast. So hopefully her and I will connect. Uh, and uh, I can give her our information, and I'm definitely going to look into being a part of what she's doing. I resonated with her. She just seems to be such a a lovely lady, and I know she held a very high position in the Agape Church, and I think she's kind of stepping out on her own because she's a minister, and uh, she was head of, I think, 
the um, practitioners or something, but she had a, a big position at the Agape uh, International Church of, um, I don't know if they're of anything, of original religious science. I just know them as, as Agape. But anyway, so that was Dr. Uh, Reverend uh, Cheryl Ward is who. So you never know by you singing, Donnie, who you're touching, who then touches someone else. <laughs> and, you know, it just kind of is like a... Um, it's like a wave. It just goes out and affects so many other people that you may not ever, ever meet. So you just keep on singing our song, Burning. It was really great that you were able to use your other gift of healing with um, now were you actually touching the people or were you praying for the people? What what modality were you utilizing at that event, Johnny? I was using my singing bowls and I was singing. Okay. Uh, along okay. with the singing bowls, yeah, it was really good. Okay, okay, excellent, excellent. So you all know that Johnny is 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 a master at that. Uh, she has uh, streaming. Johnny, do you on your on your um, on your website? You want to give that out so people can learn more about you? We may have a couple new people on our call. Uh, JohnnyProby.com, J-O-H-N-N-I-E, P as in Paul, R-O-B-Y.com. Okay, and, and so, Johnny, do you have your music where you can purchase on your website, or do you just do the streaming? How, how, how can uh, we get your healing music? Yes, it can be purchased, but it's also available on Amazon Music. Uh, Spotify, okay. Apple Music, anywhere music is streaming, you could find uh, my music there. Ooh. See there? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. See, we got some heavy hitters on here. I tell you, we've got <laughs> some people that are just really moving the the the, the, the pendulum in, in the world. Oh, my goodness, Johnny. I'm so proud of you and your new look. I mean, it's beautiful. You did like a new post. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. Looks yeah. really great. Looks really great. Very professional. Very professional. So uh, thank you. And, of course, you I still. One more time. Mm-hmm. Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-I-E, Proby, P-R-O-B-Y dot com. Thank you. And Sadler, do you have yeah, a website? Thank you. thank you, Johnny. Are you complete? Yes, I am complete. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Because, you know, people listen to this podcast. I mean, lots of people listen to it that never come on. Uh, they listen to in Europe and in, um, in some Asian countries. Where else? Uh, Philippines, I think, is on there. Uh, just a lot of places. So please, um, those of you that have companies, uh, uh, websites, don't hesitate in sharing that at the end of our podcast. Uh, I'd love to continue to promote you and what you do. So, Francis, do you have a a website? Uh, Sadler, do you have a website? Anyone want to share their information? I have a website, so for public relations okay. and business consulting okay. at Purdue, Inc. is my company. Mm-hmm. 
Facebook, P-E-R-D-U-E-I-N-C dot M-E. So it's purdueinc.me. And for distribution for television and film projects, um, it is Scooter, S-C-O-O-T-E-R, P is in Paul, entertainment.com. So scooterpentertainment.com. Excellent. Excellent. As you see, we've got, oh, my goodness, this is so impressive. And so, Sadler, you have your information because Sadler has children's books. He's an artist. Um, but before I get to Sadler, Francis, do you want to kind of put more of a description on what you do, what you offer? I connect people to things and things to people. So my specialty for public relations is getting people out into the public for whatever their end game is for their product, service, them as an actual product or service. And for my TV and film distribution company, I make sure that people get their dreams realized by having their projects distributed to streamers all across the nation. Wow. So give your give your give your um your Purdue spell that because um, they can get oh, in touch with you. Purdue, that, right? Purdue Inc. Uh-huh. for public relations is P E R D U E I N C dot me M E. Okay. All right. Okay, and then uh, Sadler, are you um, would you be willing to share your? Do you have a website or contact number, and you could say what you share what you do, what you have to offer. Uh, sure. I um mm-hmm. I do a variety of things, but uh, my focus uh, is children's entertainment. And um, I am, for Christmas, you're going to hear a lot from me. I am focused on, I have Christmas ornaments that I do most years and toys, uh, stocking stuffers I have. Honeydew and Mary Lou are my two little toys for mostly little girls. Um, I, I felt like they needed to be focused on. Uh, and the website is kidsintrocks.com, K-I-D-S-E-N-T-R-O-C-K-S.com. Um, they're little toys, figurines for your desk, for your office, or for your child's style. And um, pillows are also available. But I'll I'll share a nice little package before Christmas as we get into the gift buying season. So I got mm-hmm. the number one okay. stocking stuffer. <laughs> okay, good, because, you know, soon as October's over, the 31st, that's, that's when Christmas starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So start telling us about that time, because some people start, you know, uh, around the first part of November. They don't wait until the the week the weekend of Thanksgiving. So you know, give us an opportunity to see what you have, so we can, you know, get you know, partake in what you have to offer. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. No. So is there anyone else that has a uh, Rob at the at the top of the show? He he shared his information. He is um, for autism a coach. So anyone is interested in Rob and uh, what he has to offer, you can contact me at onenaimanaima.com. No, not one naima naima gmail. 
at gmail.com. One Naima Naima at gmail.com for uh, information for Rob. And he is a excellent coach for autism, for children or adults that have autism. All right. Uh, anyone else? Okay. Well, I've enjoyed all of you. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Um, those of you that, if you are speaking and we can't hear you, it's just because you, you have to do star six. So you do star six, and then you can come in. All right. Star six yourself, and you can come in. All right, everybody have a great week, and I'll see you next weekend. And uh, thank all of you all around the world for listening to Naima North Star. Plug into the wonderful you today with September the 25th, 2023. Everybody make it a great day. Remember, it all begins with you. The way you think is creates the way you feel. The way you feel creates what you how you act, and how you act creates the events and the experiences in your life. So be more mindful and observing of what you're thinking, how you're thinking, and move into the upper echelons of thought patterns so you can create a wonderful life for yourself so you can give that life, the gift of you, to people around you, your family, your friends, and the and humanity. All right? We need all of us to love who we are so we can love others. Make it a really wonderful day, and I'll see you next week, same time, same station, Mondays at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on Spotify. Be blessed. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Everyone have a good one. Take care.